0: Hello and welcome to the Christ Lutheran Church Sermon Podcast. This is Matthew Best. I serve as pastor of Christ Lutheran Church in Allison Hill in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Thanks for being here. If today's message connects with you and what you're going through, brings you inspiration, or offers connection with God, I ask you to please stay on after the message for just a few moments to learn ways to connect with the congregation and the health ministries that we offer. And now... Let's dive into God's Word. The Gospel reading for today is Mark, Chapter 1. The beginning of the good news about Jesus the Messiah, the Son of God. As it is written in Isaiah the prophet, I will send my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way. A voice of one calling in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make straight paths for him. After me comes the one more powerful than I, the straps of whose sandals I am not worthy to stoop down and untie. I baptize you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. At that time, Jesus came from Nazareth in Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. Just as Jesus was coming out of the water, he saw heaven being torn open and the Spirit descending on him like a dove. And a voice came from heaven You are my son, whom I love. With you I am well pleased. At once the Spirit sent him out into the wilderness, and he was in the wilderness 40 days, being tempted by Satan. He was with the wild animals, and angels attended him. After John was put in prison, Jesus went into Galilee, proclaiming the good news of God. The time has come, he said, the kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe the good news. As Jesus walked beside the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and his brother Andrew casting a net into the lake, for they were fishermen. Come, follow me, Jesus said, and I will send you out to fish for people. At once they left their nets and followed him. We had gone a little further. He saw James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John in a boat, preparing their nets. Without delay, he called them, and they left their father Zebedee in the boat with the hired men and followed him the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So are you familiar with the show Extreme Home Makeover? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, they, there's usually some family has gone through something, right? And there's repairs need to be done on a house. Maybe there's been a storm or maybe somebody got sick Somebody lost a job, whatever the case may be, but there's got to be some serious repairs going on to the house. and Ty Peddington comes in um, and swoops in and he's, all of a sudden he's got construction crews and you know, all sorts of stuff, and they're supposed to do it in a one-week turnaround, right? That's kind of the premise of the story. And, and when you watch this, right, in one hour time, including commercials, They transform an entire house that was into a house that is like, holy cow, they've rethought things. Sometimes they strip things down inside, they tear out walls, they put in new ones, they put in all sorts of stuff. It's a rethinking of what the house is and what it can be and how it functions and all this, while the shell is still probably the same, maybe they've done a little bit of uplift on the, on the outside or whatever, but the shell of it is, is the same. It's the same house. It's just amazing afterwards, and they go through, and it looks incredible. I mean, it's just absolutely incredible, right? The change that happens, and of course, there's the pressure of, they're always behind schedule. <laughs> How are we going to get this done? And somehow they get it done, and you know, it's this wonderful thing. I think that's a great explanation for the Gospel of Mark, Now, let me explain what that means. (laughs) Because the Gospel of Mark is the oldest gospel. It was written in the 60s, not the 1960s, the 60s, which happens right before the temple is destroyed by Rome. That's really important. The temple destruction, whether we're talking about in the late 6th century BC, which was destroyed by the Babylonians, and causes the exile and a complete identification for the people of Israel, or the destruction of the temple in Rome, or the, by the Romans in Jerusalem in 70 AD, after a revolt, which again has a significant impact, not just on the Jewish people, but on Christians as well, is a significant thing. And it causes this huge, like, what, what is this about? What are we really about? And Mark is writing right before this, And so he's like, it's like a recruitment letter of sorts. There's folks are trying to recruit to try and overthrow Rome through violent insurrection. Mark is trying to recruit folks for a different type of revolution. Not a trying to violently overthrow, but in a sense of changing the world in a different way. That's kind of some context. And that requires taking what is and having a significant change a change of heart and mind. This is why the very first line of the Gospel of Mark may be the most important. The beginning of the good news of Jesus the Messiah. This is just the beginning. And in Bible study, we were talking about how, and you probably notice this as you're... Sorry. Okay. You probably noticed this as Kate was reading. Things just happen over and over immediately, immediately, immediately. We don't get we don't get that translation where the word immediately comes up, but all these things that say at once and then it's it's actually immediately. So immediately, immediately, immediately. We got, we jump from John the Baptist showing up and preaching in the wilderness, and immediately. Jesus is there to be baptized and immediately when he comes out of the water, the heavens are torn open and and a dove comes down and and a voice from heaven sounds and immediately Jesus is cast out into the wilderness for 40 days where what happens, we have no idea, but immediately he comes back and he starts proclaiming the good news and immediately he goes and he finds two two people who immediately leave. We're going without it. Sorry. Sorry. And immediately, they leave their nets, and then Jesus gets two more guys who immediately leave their father. I don't know about you, but I'm exhausted from the first 20 verses. They're just, it's immediately, it's this sense of like, oh my gosh, it's like extreme home makeover. This stuff just boom, 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 boom. But the point of it is to get to where what is, what is the good news about? Well, I think Jesus, the very first words that, that Mark has Jesus say are in verse 15. So after John was put in pre- prison, Jesus went into Galilee proclaiming the good news of God. And this is what Mark has Jesus saying. The time has come, he said. The kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe the good news. Now I'm going I'm to hit you up with a little bit of Greek because I spent a lot of money in seminary. Uh, but it's really important. Repent and believe. Those two words. So the Greek for repent, the way that's translated anyway, is metanoia. That's the Greek that gets translated into repent. And believe comes from the root word for pistis, okay? So pistis can mean believe, it can mean uh, faith, and it can mean trust. So depending on the context, what, what is, who's, what's the author trying to say? The answer is yes, it's one of those three. There is no difference between them. In English, we think of a difference between faith and trust and belief. But in the Greek, there's no difference, they're all interrelated. But metanoia, this idea of repent. What does, what does repent mean? What does, repent is kind of like to turn. So think of it as turning from one way to a different way. Another way that was be described, Martin Luther talked about it as coming to one's senses. So in other words, not turning like the way I was, but turning towards. Sin, Martin Luther would describe sin as the turning inward on oneself. Belly button staring. Turning inward on oneself. And so metanoia is I'm no longer staring at myself as if I'm the most important thing in the entire universe, but instead I'm turning. It's a change. Now I'm no longer focused Inward, I'm focused outward, and I'm able to see God because I can be in relationship. I can't be in relationship when I'm like this. The only one I'm in relationship with is myself. But when I'm like this, I can be in relationship with others, with God, with the rest of creation. Metanoia is a change of heart and mind. The shell of who we are may not be different, Or there may be some changes, whatever. That's not not the most important thing. But the core of who we are inside has been changed. Completely. The idea of faith is not just some intellectual idea. It's a complete change of who we are. Into a new creation. A new being. A new birth. However you want to talk about it. And that causes us to be different to act different, to relate different. It causes us to do things differently, to say things differently. It changes who we are. And that isn't just about us. That has an impact outward. So often in this country, we get stuck on a lot of individualism. And individuals are important, but there's more. Because the kingdom of God is not just about our individual relationship with God. Yes, that's a part of it. Absolutely. But it's so much more. Because if that's all it is, then we wouldn't need to be here. We wouldn't have to be a congregation. We wouldn't have to do the ministries that we do. We wouldn't have to be in the community. We wouldn't have to do any of that. It would be unnecessary. It would not be important, in fact. But that's not how God operates. Even God is a trinity. Three persons in one. God is in constant relationship. God is in relationship. Three persons in one. Always. And so we reflect what God is all about. This is really the idea with repent and believe the good news. It's about... Being completely transformed into who we are. Best example of this was actually a, a video that a friend, a colleague sent me, um, which I thought, wow, the more I watched it, the more I was like, oh my gosh, this is part of the sermon. Uh, <laughs> and so this was a video that took place in Paris last year. I can still say that because it was 2022. Um, and there's, it's the story of this guy who has this dog, Sora. And he goes walking in the streets of Paris. And he's walking, just kind of decided to go a different way. And, the do- and they come across this guy who's living in a tent in the streets of Paris. And the dog comes over and plops himself down in front of this guy who lives in the tent. And just sits there. And the guy is videotaping this, or he does a series of videos of this. And he says, my initial thought was, oh, this is a homeless guy. I don't, uh, come on, come on, Sora. But the dog just sits. And so what happens is Bruno is is the guy who was in, in the tent, finally puts a smile because the dog is there to see him never met before the dog looks at the owner and the owner is like okay go ahead comes over and it's like love at first sight this dog is licking him this dog is just loving on this guy and this guy his face just lights up he's being seen but that's not the end of the story that's just the beginning So what happens is this guy every day now changed his route to come by because obviously the dog really likes this guy and every single time the dog within a hundred yards sees Bruno and runs over to him and jumps up and licks his face and everything and what happens is this guy starts to buy him a croissant and coffee every day and they start to talk and get to know each other and that's not the end of the story. It's still the beginning. And so he's recorded this. And so this guy puts a couple of uh, videos on TikTok. And all of a sudden, there's all these comments. And the guy's like, oh my gosh, like, did I do something wrong? Did I, you know, whatever. Well, so that he decides to start a, like a GoFundMe type of thing to raise money for this guy, for Bruno. Within a day or within a month, I'm sorry, 5,800 euros. That's a lot of money. And so he comes back and he shares the good news with Bruno. This money has been raised for you. This is life changing. And Bruno is like, just amazed. And so, like, we got to put this into an account. And so they go and you can, in, in Europe, you can open up a bank account with a copy of a Passport. So he has a copy of his passport, and he opens up the account, and a month later, we think, oh, that's a great story. Well, there's some time in which the guy and his dog don't see Bruno, and then all of a sudden, they see him on the street again. But Bruno, what's going on? Well, I'm really grateful for all that money, but I can't access it. You need to have an actual passport in order to make a withdrawal. Oh, man. So, so the guy's like, okay, well, let's, let's get you a passport. Let's figure out how to do that. And so they take some time. This is going to take some while. And uh, the guy's like, you, it's getting cold. You need to come to my house to stay in. And Bruno's like, no, nope, can't do that. So every day he's checking on him. And one day, he's, Bruno is really kind of out of it and cold. And the dog is, of course, there licking because the dog is excited to see Bruno and he's barely alive. This is the day that he was supposed to get his passport. And so so the guy brings him, he's like, no, you're coming to my house now. (laughs) And so he essentially carries him to his house to recover. And the next day he's more awake and alive. He's been freshened up. And they go and they get the withdrawal. And they check out an apartment. And this is the apartment that has an incredible view. And it's a nice space for Bruno. And his life has changed. All because a dog saw the humanity in somebody. And it changed. Not just Bruno, but the man who owned the dog. A metanoia. A coming to one's senses, a change of heart and mind that has an impact not just on one person, not just on two people, but anybody who's seen that video and people who've heard about it. This is what repent and believe in the good news is about a change of heart and mind that literally changes our lives. And it doesn't mean everything's going to work out great. But boy, when these changes happen, things are different. And you never go back to the way it was before. You've been changed. And that's a beautiful thing. And that's what metanoia, that's what repent, that's what believe in the gospel, the good news. And that's why Mark writes at the beginning, the beginning of the good news of Jesus. Because it's just the beginning and we get to keep going on about well, what does this mean because it's not complete it's not done we get to keep living it out and just like sora the dog carrying that message and having an impact on on his owner and on bruno and everybody else that's what happens it's beautiful it's just the beginning thanks be to god thanks Thank you again for listening to the Sermon Podcast. I'm always happy to have a conversation or pray with you. Please reach out either by email to pastor at ChristHarrisburg.org or call me at 717-236-8382. I'd also invite you to be part of worship on Sunday mornings at 1030 a.m. We're a very diverse, open, affirming, and laid-back congregation. Christ Lutheran Church is located at 124 South 13th Street in Harrisburg. Parking is along the street. You can enter the building through the side entrance on South 13th Street or at the corner of 13th and Thompson Streets. And lastly, check us out on the web. Our website is ChristHarrisburg.org. There you can learn more about and offer your support for the congregation as well as the health ministries and free clinics that we provide to people in need in our neighborhood. I invite you to follow us on Facebook and Instagram also at Christ Lutheran Harrisburg. Thank you. I look forward to connecting with you and I pray that you have a blessed week.